Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy D-Train. How are we today on this lovely Thursday evening? Right after Christmas, here we are on episode 10. We are recapping Christmas Day. I got my boy Nesta Dudley right to the left of me. Nesta. What up, D-Train? It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. And we're going to be talking NBA Christmas style. Christmas. As far as I'm concerned, DJ, that the NBA season does not start until Christmas Day. You know, he he said that to me. He said he said forget about October, November. The season doesn't start until after Christmas. Christmas Day, baby. Christmas Day. That's when the season starts. All right. Well, we got to run down. You know, we got five games to talk about. We got Bucks at Knicks, Thunder Rockets, Seventy Sixers, Celtics, Lakers, Warriors. And the Blazers at Jazz. But first, before we start, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was short and simple. Yeah? I went down to the South Shore. I gave out the traditional Christmas envelopes to a couple of my kids. Mm-hmm. I got two kids, one of each. They got their Christmas envelope. I gave them straight up cash, homie. That's the way to go. Hung out for a little bit. Yep. Then came home. Crashed in the crib on the couch to watch these games because I knew I was going to be on the podcast with you. <laughs> yeah, my Christmas, I was watching NBA all day, 12 p.m. till about 10.30. I was screaming at my TV a bit. My mom was like, yo, you got to calm down. <laughs> I got to say something. I, I streamed your last podcast when you had your kinfolk on. Was it your brother? Yeah, it's my stepbrother. Your stepbrother. And you were so happy and grateful yeah. that you did not have to work Christmas Day this year. I was so happy. Yo. I, I, I worked last Christmas. And then, you know, Kyrie's new shoe was coming out this Christmas. I was like, I can't be there. I, I cannot be there. But, yo, let's get it started. First game, we got Bucks at Knicks. And the Bucks, uh, Bucks won this one. Bucks won this game yeah. by a score of 109 to 95. And Detroit, I got to tell you something. I got a problem with this game. You do. More specifically, I got a problem with the New York Knicks. Yeah. Okay. This is Christmas morning. How are they going to put a team that only have nine victories on Christmas Day? Nine victories? I thought they had like 20. They played 53 games on Christmas. The Knicks, the Knicks record, nine. They got nine wins. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I got a problem with that. Yeah. So we got to, we get the Knicks. So you mean we can't get Toronto? Is a Toronto your home team? <laughs> Toronto's my home team. Yeah. Aren't you a brother Canucka? I'm, we- from, I'm from Montreal. Same thing. Aren't you a brother Canucka? You're up north where everything is cold. We yeah. can't get Toronto. We can't get Indiana. I mean, come on. So that was my problem with it, that we had to sit through the Knicks. But the Bucks, my brother, yep. they're no joke. No joke, yo. They're going to make noise in the playoffs. Giannis had uh, he had 30 and 14. Christmas debut. 30 points. 14 rebounds. 14 rebounds. And it's the first time that the Milwaukee Bucks had played on Christmas Day in a long time. I think since 1971. 1970. Or, or was it like 70, 75 or 76? In yeah. the 70s, in anyway. In the 70s. Long before yous were alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he also... What scored a record for the for the Bucks? He's the he's he's either the highest scoring Bucks or the or the last Bucks since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to score like thirty points plus on Christmas Day. Yeah, the yeah. Greek freak. He's coming. He's coming. He just needs a jump jumper. The Greek freak. He needs a jump shot. I had an opportunity, as you know, we might as well put it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. As, as you know, <laughs> you, hear, you hear my man D Trey giggling. He knows. He knows. I'm gonna break this up. As you know, I had an opportunity. It yeah. fell right into my lap. Last Friday night, mm-hmm. I was gifted, gifted two tickets. Gifted, man, those tickets. And you saw my pictures on Facebook. That's how close I was. Yeah. That's how close I was. Those tickets had a face value of 215 bucks a piece, and I got it for Zippo. And it was the Bucks against the Celtics. And I got to tell you, the Greek freak is the best player I've ever seen in person. Really? And I said, in now, per- okay, I in said person. in person. Didn't I didn't say, say I didn't say the best player of all time. Yeah, I, I, I said in person. I've seen a lot of players 
and television over the years, mm-hmm. but I never seen them in person. Yeah. The Greek Freak's the best player I seen in person. I blamed him for that loss. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I found out he was at that game, I was like, it is your fault we are losing right now. It's your fault. <laughs> Don't you blame it on me. You blame it on Celtics lack of defense. But the Celtics hit both their big men. You know, we're talking. <laughs> Horford, and, Horford, and, uh, Horford and Morris. Were out. They were out. So there was no rim protection. Nope. There was no rim protection. So Giannis so. can get to the lane anytime he wanted. He got all of the superstar calls. And Kyrie, who's a superstar, didn't get any of those superstar calls. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that the referees, they was giving the Bucks all the calls. So I'll be the first one to say that now. Yeah. I'm not a, particularly a Celtics fan, but I'm not a Celtic hater either. Mm-hmm. I bought the Celtics hat. I was repping. Yeah. I bought the Celtics hat. I was, I was rooting for them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Giannis, the Greek freak. And my man, Tom Baker, seven foot one. Looks Bob to, Maker. He's a maker. He's a maker, and he was making threes and everything, he man. Should get, honestly, he should get more playing time. That's That was one of my takeaways from that Knicks game is Tom Maker, he's 7-1. He's nasty, all right? He's fast. He, he, got, he has length, and he has a jump shot. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, like he's been in the league for a while, and he hasn't, like, developed but now that they're under a good coach, I think he'll be able to flourish. He'll be, a, you know, a good player. But he, need, he needs more time. He needs more playing time. He does need more playing time, but I have him better than Brooke Lopez right now. Yeah? What about you? Uh, I mean, he's more athletic. I, I'll give you that. He's more athletic, and he's probably a better defender than Brooke Lopez is. Better, better. Not offensively, but he can work on his offensive game. Brooke Lopez scored 20 points. <laughs> Brooke Lopez had 20 points against, he had against the, uh, the Knicks. 20 points against the Knicks and four rebounds. Now, personally, I have a problem with my big man only having four rebounds. Four rebounds. Four rebounds. Damn. Four. Yeah, damn, it's right. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Malcolm Bragdon had 17 points, seven rebounds, four exist. Eric Bledsoe. 11, 6, and 5. He, he's the key to that team. Mm-hmm. Along with, I mean, obviously along with Giannis, but he, the, the way he goes is the way that team goes. That, My friend has told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice team, and it was just a shame that I'm glad that they were on the Christmas big stage. They, sh- they should have played Toronto. I was just going to Bucks, Bucks Toronto, that would have been filthy. 12 p.m. game to start the lineup. And I agree with your brother. I don't know why they chose to go with the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks, they just always play on Christmas. But, hey, the Knicks have a bright side. Kevin Knox was doing good. He had 21 points. He, he just wasn't that efficient. He shot 8 for 20 from the floor. He pulled down six boards. He had three assists. Yeah. Noah Vonley went 14-14. So 14 points, 14 rebounds. So... I like people that go up there and get dirty in the paint. Tim Hardaway Jr., 14 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. A couple it, of highlights on that team. His his field goal percentage was, oof, it was rough. I forgot what it was, but he, he jacked up so many shots. It was just, it was, Yeah, I, li- I like where they're going. Once Porzingis comes back, you know, they're going to be a playoff team. So watch out. I love Fizdale. Fizdale's good. Fizdale's a good coach. He's a good, great coach. I like Fizdale. And if Porzingis was on the floor, then I would not have had a problem with, <laughs> with the Knicks playing. Well, the Knicks, because if Porzingis is on the floor, then they got more than nine wins at this point at Christmas time. Yeah. Should be a – now, I know they did, I know they do the schedules ahead of advance, mm-hmm. but there should be something. There should be some type of fail-safe plan that Christmas Day, if you don't have double-digit wins, you can't be playing it on television, man. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a good first half. And then in the third quarter, the game just went wide open. Wide open. Bucks extended their lead. We got to see I got to see some two three zone being played mm-hmm. in that game. I forgot about who. I think it was by the Bucks. Uh, some two two three zone being played. And it was working for a bit. No, I think the Knicks played it because the Bucks were struggling from three. <laughs> yeah. So hey, it worked. It just it it Disgruntled the uh, Bucks for a while, but yeah, 
Uh, anything you want to add to this game? Yes, let's move to the second game. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm done. The Knicks are trash. All right. We spent 10 minutes talking about the Knicks. The trash. All right. Next game. All right. We got Thunder Rockets. Did you see James Harden's outfit? I look forward to watching what James Harden rocks to the to oh, the arena. He's, did you see it? I know. I'll show you know, you. he's. They show him all the time, so yeah. it's like I'm not sure what. Was this the alligator outfit that he had with no, the? He was wearing green, like he looking like a Grinch out there. Oh, I did. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, I, I didn't see I, that. I one. haven't saved on my Insta. I'm gonna show you. I have the video. The Rockets beat OKC by a score of one thirteen to one oh nine. Oh, he did. You know, he does look like a mean one, he Mr. Does. Grinch. I like that outfit. He dropped 40. He was a mean one. He dropped 41. <laughs> I like that outfit. You like that outfit? Eh, it was all right. I, was like, <laughs> I saw it at first. I was like, bro, what are you wearing? Yo? I would what wear are that. You wearing? I would wear that outfit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, this was a great game. OKC Thunder versus the Rockets. See, if I, I, I watched the game first quarter to end. First quarter, second quarter, I was like, yo, Harden, he needs help. He needed help in that first half. Ain't nobody was showing up in that first half for the Houston Rockets. Right. They certainly (laughs) rode his back. Mm -hmm. And with no CP3, who unfortunately is just injury. He's just horrible. He's just injury prone. You know what I think that CP3, you know what I think Chris Chris Paul should do? I think Chris Paul should move in his twin brother, Cliff Paul. <laughs> Cliff Paul. <laughs> I think he's just move a bit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he could, I don't know, maybe he could do some, he could do some physical therapy on him and massage that, them hammies and stuff instead of just, instead of just insuring his, insuring his house and his vehicle. But seriously, James Harden, 41 points, six, board, six boards, seven, seven assists. Seven assists. And Harden, he just has that. He has that same move all the time with dribble, dribble, dribble between his legs. Mm-hmm. He'll step back or step to the left. Sometimes he's traveling, but this is the NBA. They don't always call it. Yep. And just shoots it in your face, man. Bang. But, yeah, I, I saw that game. It, it was it was good in the, the second half. But in the first half, the Rockets had too many turnovers. In the second quarter, the Thunder took over. And, you know, they they had a lead at halftime. I forgot what it was, but they had a lead. And then in the third quarter, Harden and Paul George turned it up in the third quarter. Both had, like, an explosion. I think Harden had, like, 16-plus points in the, in the third quarter, something like that. He was killing it in the third quarter. Paul George is getting back to the Paul George of several years ago before he injured that leg. Mm-hmm. And Paul George, 28 points, 14 rebounds, 14 boards he got, and two assists. That's what I want out of my big man. Russell Westbrook, 21 points, nine rebounds, and nine assists. He almost he almost messed around and got himself a triple dub. Yep. Too bad it wasn't a good day for him. <laughs> As my man Ice Cube would know. <laughs> Rockets, Eric Gordon, 17.6 rebounds, four assists. Clint Capella, sixteen boards, twenty three, twenty three rebounds. That's that's huge. Set up. I want my big man getting all those rebounds. PJ Tucker, eleven point seven rebounds, and Austin Rivers then showed up and had himself a game. <laughs> yeah, you should have saw him in the fourth quarter. He hit two key threes, two key threes to end up with ten points. OKC, I like that squad. Stephen Adams, he just gets. Better every year. Seventeen points, seven rebounds, three assists. He he's a player. He's a baller. I yeah. like him. Now I, I like the I, my my problem with the Thunder is Billy Donovan. What's your problem with Billy Donovan? He's just not a good coach. <laughs> he's just not a good coach. Yeah, that's sold on him. I'm not sold on that man. He's just not a good. I mean, the Thunder are doing good this year. Like they have a really good record, but it's just like. I, he just doesn't know what to do when the games are, you know, tight. Like, I don't know. Like, I know 
he was uh, Paul George told his coach he was like saying you know I just don't run plays for me I just want to you know free flow mm-hmm. and you know he's doing he's killing it right now he's doing really good but, and you know Westbrook's deferring to him but I'm just I'm just not sold on Billy Donovan as a coach. Westbrook, I think he gets a bad rap. I mean, this guy has been averaging triple dub for the, the for the last two seasons. The last two seasons, triple dub. Do you know how hard that is to do? And Russell Westbrook, he facilitates. He he distributes that ball. Yeah, nine assists. Now we're going to be talking about another point guard that I could talk about later on that don't have those type of assists, and I just think that is awful for point guards to not have high assist rates, but. Whenever you watch a OKC versus Rockets game, you know you're going to get a game. Yeah. Yeah. And I called that. Oh, I want I called all the Christmas games. I just want to say I'm glad that you brought that up because I streamed your podcast yesterday. Yeah. And I can attest, I can give it up to you. You did call all those games. That was well, that was your ninth podcast, right? That podcast. was my ninth podcast. For you streamers out there, check out his podcast at Make It Rain Pod, right? Make like, It Rain Pod, yes. At Make It Rain Pod. His ninth podcast was his last podcast. All the five Christmas games, he did call all the winners, which is amazing to me because this man, this young brother sitting to my right, he is a known LeBron James hater. <laughs> yeah. He is the second biggest LeBron James hater that I know. So when he – I stream your podcast at the gym. So yeah. when I was on that elliptical and you were, and you were sitting with your, your stepbrother and, and your stepbrother went Warriors and when you said you he went said, to Lakers – He said it was Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> When you went Lakers, I damn near fell off the elliptical. I said, this is a known, a known LeBron hater. Man, the Lakers got liked, yo. The <laughs> Lakers are good. Like, I'm not, I'm not having them finals bound, but the Lakers are good. And we will talk about them later. We gonna talk, we are gonna talk about them later because I got a lot to talk to you about the Lakers and and, and the King. The king, the king has been a pain in your side ever since I've known you, and you just don't want to admit it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, in the fourth quarter, to go back to the Thunder Rockets game, uh, Westbrook and jo- Paul George were nowhere to be found. Like, you got to be able to finish strong. You got to know fin- that. You got to finish the game. You know that. Like, no word. I think Paul. I think Paul George hit one three in like transition, but that was about, that was just it. That has been the rap on Paul George. If you follow his career closely, or even you don't even have to follow it closely, yeah. but when it comes to the crunch time, comes to end time, he doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. There's only one time that playoff series against the Miami, his first time that he showed up. He showed up. Yeah, he showed up. Yeah, he, he balled in that series. As Stephen A. Smith would say, a dead clock is right twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, you know, last year when the OKC lost, they lost to Utah. The Utah. Last game, he five points. (laughs) Five points. Do you you realize that he only scored five more points than me and you? Yep. Yep. I remember that quote. (laughs) <laughs> word for word. But yeah, uh, let's get on to the next game. 76ers Celtics. The home squad right here. So it, I, I'll, I'll give you the floor first. Well, you know, it was good for your home squad that your home team got a win Christmas Day. They needed an extra frame to do it in the overtime. 121 to 114. Boston had lost how many, what, like three games straight? Something yeah, like they, that? Yeah, they lost three in a row after... Going real hot. Been mad inconsistent this season. They got their booty waxed by the Bucks, as we said earlier in the show. They did. I cannot deny. We got waxed. Jalen Brown was flexing, and I'm like, who you flexing on? There are there are certain teams in the NBA that needs to be good because there are certain rivalries that go back to the old days and these teams need to be good and mm-hmm. we'll talk about the two teams right here there always has to be some type of boston philadelphia rivalry some type of celtics 76 rivalry yeah. so as joel and said this is not really a rivalry because 
the 76ers can't seem to beat the Celtics, mm-hmm. but both teams are good teams. Yeah. And the 76ers still got two home games. We play it this season, we played them both at home, so they still got two home games. Right. So might, they might even up the series. And the 76ers are presently ahead of the Celtics in the standing. The 76ers are in fourth place, yep. and they are one whole game up against the Celtics, who are in fifth place. Mm-hmm. Not for long, though. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's yeah. talk about the game Kyrie had, though. <laughs> Kyrie had 16 points in the first quarter. That man could not miss. I've told you for years <clears throat> that Kyrie Irving can boogie on anybody in this league. Yep. Kyrie Irving is my favorite point guard. He has the best handles, which is why I feel as though that if anybody needs to be a little hard or tough love on Kyrie Irving, that – I have a pass to do this because remember we got to put out the out there to these streamers back when Kyrie was playing with Cleveland and you and every Boston Celtics fan was swearing that that Isaiah Thomas <laughs> it not the original it that Isaiah Thomas all five foot nine of himself was better than Kyrie. I have never said Kyrie. I never said IT <laughs> you, was better than Kyrie. You thought that Kyrie. Yes, you thought. No. You, you were hating on Kyrie. I was, you were hating I, on the team. I have never hated. You I, were hating on Cleveland. I have never hated on Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Kyrie Irving was the only man that I have loved on Cleveland. I, I've always hated LeBron. Yes, I hated everyone else. Actually, say that again. What did you just say? <laughs> I've always hated LeBron. Like I said, the the big, the second biggest LeBron James hater that I know. I don't know, and I know why. Because every time he came to the Garden, LeBron James, the King, always kicked the Shamrock out of that leprechaun, and that's why. But we're going to get to the King later. Kyrie Irving, you said in the first period he had 16 points. Yes. I got a question for you. How many assists did he have in that first quarter? Probably zero. Probably zero. Probably zero. It don't matter, though. He finished the stat. He finished the day with 40 points in overtime, mm-hmm. 10 rebounds, and three assists. That's right, three. I'm not stuttering. I'm not making this up. Three assists. Okay. But Kyrie Irving. He's not a point I, guard. As I say, he's the point guard. He and is the I, point guard, but he, he's not a point guard. He, he is. The, you know what? I couldn't have said that. Can you repeat that again for me, brother, and all the streamers out there? I I said he is the point guard, but he's not a point guard. Because the point guard gets everybody involved, get that ball flowing, lift, make everybody else better. He learned this from LeBron James, but then bounced out of Cleveland because he got tired of winning. Now, I know it sounds like I'm hating on Kyrie. I'm not hating on Kyrie. I'm the only one that probably truly loves Kyrie for what he is. And I know what he is and what he is not, but... Kyrie, what he should be doing, make sure everybody get their touches throughout the game. Get the assist rates up. But when it comes to money time, when it comes to closing out, you put the ball in his hands and everybody else get out of the way. I totally agree with that. And But to give him credit, Kyrie has been like, you know, he, he's been working. Like, he's been, he had some double-digit double, double digit assist gains and his assists. Haven't been that bad this season. We're so not, he's working on it. We're not talking about those one or two games, brother. We're talking about Christmas Day or the Christmas stage, and I he mean, had three assists. Christmas Day, I expect Kyrie to have maybe no assist. <laughs> he going to ball out. Like, you were balling out. He was selling his sneakers up in my store, all right? If Kyrie Irving did not ball out, I would have called him out on this podcast. I was like, yo, first of all, Kyrie's supposed to drop his sneakers last week. But he was like, nah, I'm wearing my sneakers Christmas Day, and, you know, we're going to release them at halftime. <laughs> Yo, those sneakers are nice, though. <laughs> but the home team, they did well in this game. This game, this game was an enjoyable game to me. This game was also a sexy game to me. The first half was all the Celtics. All the Celtics. The second half, the Sixers came back, and the Sixers. Third quarter, we had Sixers. a rough third quarter. It was a rough, Oof, rough, rough third quarter. Uh, Horford was looking like average out. Oh, my. Well, as we mentioned that he was just coming off an injury. He's playing good defense, though. Yeah, but he's not hitting those shots. He ain't hitting those those threes. No, no. I was like, why the threes? Yes, up there there striking a pose for air balls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, they could not stop. They could not stop Joel Embiid. 
They couldn't stop him. Joel Embiid, all seven feet of him, 34 points, 16 rebounds. That's right, 16 rebounds, two assists. Joel Embiid, there's nothing on that floor that he can't do. No. First of all, he has like a three, three, four-inch thing over Al Horford. If he just learned how to turn around and shoot the ball over him, it's over. But there was one nice pivot move. Do you see that nice pivot move that he did on him? He pivot, pivot, and went up under him and did not drag his pivot, so he did not travel. So yeah. he's learning. Yeah. He is learning. But with this team, this team didn't stop making a noise, as you know, until they got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's a rough rider. He's a dog. I like that, man. He's a baller, yo. Oh. <laughs> but they need to give Joel the ball more. They'll figure it out. They got – he had – he didn't have any touches in the fourth, I don't think. They'll figure no it out. touches. They'll figure it out. They got to figure out what to do with Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons, all six foot, ten inches of himself and can't hit no free throws, 60% from the free throw. That's just unacceptable. And that's just uh, He almost al- had a triple-double. He almost messed around and had a triple-double. You're right. 11 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists. Eight assists. Two, more, two, more, two more assists to Joel. It would have been there. Right, right. Almost messed around and got, and, and got himself a triple-double. When he hit that little jumper, I know... <laughs> I know everybody on Causeway Street and whatever street that you live in Walden, you'll probably like, damn. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, like, damn. And then, of course, you know the memes on the internet. Oh. It was like, yo, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, 25 points. I thought the game was over. <laughs> yeah, when he's, you know, when he's going he to hit that jump shot, I was like, it was like, he's a whap. That was, was like, NBA, shit. NBA, nothing but net. Jimmy Butler, 25, 5, and 4. J.J. Redick had himself a nice game, 17 points. Good look, good look at the end of the game. Right. He could have won that game. Right. Good luck. Thank God he didn't. <laughs> Thank the Lord he didn't. <laughs> Wilson Chandler, 15 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. So, so the bench didn't show up until the second half, though. They got no bench. They don't. No bench. They don't. They got no bench, and they got to do something with Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons, he's just he's, he's, he's just drawing that attention in the middle, clogging up that middle when a B should be just down there having all the room he needs to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, Simmons, he can... He can run the point. He has the handles. He can assist. Good court vision. He has it all, except for this man can't score. D-Train, what did he do all summer? What did he do in the summer break? He didn't. He was hanging out with Kendall Jenner. All right? You got to stay away from the Kardashians. Look at, look at, look at all. Look at, it's Kardashians a curse, yo. I'll tell you. It's a real thing. Jason Tatum for the Boston Celtics, 23 points, six rebounds, three assists. Jason Tatum, that dude is a baller. Smooth. He just needs to be a tiny bit more aggressive. Well, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's kind of hot, but the Celtics, as you know, they're still trying to figure out the pieces as well to to put them in. Because when, when, as you know, and I'm... And you said this on your podcast because I stream. I have streamed all your podcasts. Yo. By the way, big shout out to your podcast. Once again, follow on Twitter at Make It Rain Pod. Yes, at Make It Rain Pod. Mm-hmm. And what's your Twitter handle at D Train Express? My Twitter handle is at the D Train Express. At the D Train Express. Seriously, you streamers out there, if you're not. F- Following those two Twitter handles, follow those two Twitter handles because every, every other week, D-Train is going to drop a podcast. So, And I told you, I stream all your podcasts. Thank you. That's how Thank I you. know that you picked all those all the winners. Yep. And I'm going to get on you about picking about LeBron James because you're a known LeBron James <laughs> hater. But I digress. Marcus Morris, 23.6 rebounds. And three assists. Terry Rozier, 10, 5, and 1. And Terry Rozier did that coming off the bench. Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. He's a dog. He is, but sometimes he shoot too many threes. Too many. It's three trigger happy. And we flopping too much, too, sometimes. <laughs> well, you know. But yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that overtime though. I was mad hyped. That overtime, Kyrie hit two trays. Two trays. Both in Jimmy Butler's face. Not in his face, but Jimmy Butler was defending. Kyrie Irving can boogie on anybody and, and just you... and just think it was it was basically not that long ago, it was about 36 months ago, you were swearing up and down that AI was better than Kyrie. So I, I never said that. I didn't say that. Maybe y'all y'all fans said that, but I didn't say that. I usually don't even go into comparisons because I need more knowledge. I need more knowledge before I say such, such things. But yeah, Kyrie got the best handles. And... You know, Kyrie's a closer. He's a closer. He's a closer. 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 Honestly, that's how the Celtics should play. How you said earlier, Kyrie, get the guys involved early. You know, first, you know, first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, man, it's your time. Have, it's your time. Have everybody touch that ball because this is a team without Kyrie last year, without Gordon Hayward the entire year, that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. where it was the same old song. Losing to the King in Cleveland. The same old song, which is what I've been telling you for years. <laughs> which is why you don't like the King. Y'all, the, the Cavs, y'all were lucky last year. Can I say, y'all, if Kyrie Irving was there, we would have won in five. If Kyrie Irving was there, you guys would have still been at home watching Cavs versus Warriors is as simple He's as crazy. that. Matter of fact, was Ky- like I said, I love Kyrie. I can t- I can give Kyrie the tough love. He's I can give him the tough love because I have always recognized. That's I reckon I, I recognize Kyrie before the King went back to Cleveland. But was he really hurt, or did he just sit out because he knew that the King was coming? <laughs> Yo, don't even put that blasphemy out here. Yo, this man got some hot takes out here. He got some hot. Kyrie ain't scared of nobody. Kyrie ain't scared of nobody. What Kyrie was there, we were one in five. All right, we probably would have lost to the Warriors, but we would have won in five games. You would not have won no. in five. But no, man. seriously, Kyrie. Kyrie's this a baller. Man. He's a He's, in my opinion, the best point guard in the league. And he's not a point guard. <laughs> he's a two in the in the guise of a point guard. But handles, booging anybody, closer, game on the line. I want that ball in his hands. I want him to make the decision. And the decision he's going to make is, is to j- take the shot. Is jack it up. And I support that decision. The other four Celtics, get out of the way. Be there for a rebound if necessary. I agree with that most of the time. Unless he's not having it. When he's not having it, I want you to swing that ball over. Closes cannot have it for 37 minutes of that game. (laughs) I want to tell you, there are some games. I love Kyrie early. There are some games that Kyrie has lost us this season. Well... You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. You gotta <laughs> jack them up. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make them all the time. I, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan missed. Kobe Bryant missed. Mm-hmm. Oscar Robinson missed. They all missed. Yeah. Now the Lakers. Once again, Lakers I'm gonna. Warriors. I'm. I'm gonna give it up to you because, as I what? as I repeatedly said, and I'm gonna say it again. The second biggest LeBron James hater that I know, that I know, picked the Lakers. And the Lakers are good. The Lakers are good. We better you better watch out if you guys don't think the Lakers the Lakers can make the conference finals this year. Stephen A. Smith, and I know you watch Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith has the Lakers going to the Western Conference Finals and losing the and losing the Golden State. Yeah. But Stephen A. Smith has them going there. I don't know about that. I would not bet against it. Lakers winners 127 to 101. The two-time defending champ. And they ran them off the court. And they ran them off the court for one-third of the game without the king. I I know. They got waxed. <laughs> they got waxed. I, I was like, wow. That was surprising to me. But they they got waxed. Like, all right, you couldn't stop LeBron. And then when you guys came close, (laughs) 
Hey, Christmas Rondo. I want to. <laughs> I want to trademark that right now. All right, I tweeted Christmas Rondo. That is why Rondo recruited by LeBron James. Rondo's on this team because LeBron wants him on this team. Yep. Rondo has a high basketball IQ, IQ. IQ. on par with the King. Mm-hmm. So when the King went down, what was it, seven minutes and some change to go in the third? Yeah. When he went down, first of all, I'm sitting there and it's like, the king is hurt. This oh, dude is the Iron Man, yeah, Superman. I was like panicking. I was like, uh-oh, this leave might, might evaporate. <laughs> he saw it evaporating. When like, he uh-oh. limped to the back, walking like Fred G. Stanford, and the G stands for Gold State's going to come back and win this game, yeah. he didn't come back on the floor. I'm like, this is over. This is a wrap, but I just have to see this. The Warriors, the defending two-time champions, Won the title three times in the past four years. They pulled it within two, within two, down by 17, within two, and ended up getting waxed because Rondo, what you say, Christmas Rondo? Christmas Rondo. Christmas Rondo. Hashtag Christmas Rondo. <laughs> well, when we see him play like this, he's it's playing like. Playoff Rondo. He's playing like. Exactly. Hashtag playoff Rondo. He calmed everybody down. He said, chill. We got this. And they did get it. The Warriors have lost four home games this year, and all four losses have been more than 20 points. Mm -hmm. The Raptors went down there. Your home team, your home team (laughs) went down there and waxed them. Milwaukee went there and waxed them. Do you remember that third team that went there and beat them in their house and and waxed them? I can't think of the third team right now. I don't know. Was it the, uh, the Nuggets? I don't know. But all four of their home losses. Over 20 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And KD was struggling. Steph was struggling. Clay only had like five points, right? Oh, did Clay Thompson play? <laughs> did, did, he play? Play? <laughs> did he play? Did he play? Did he play? Was that? It was like MPD for Clay Thompson. Where was, was he? Was Clay Thompson on the court? Did he play? Did he take the, you know, was he at home chilling with the family? Was he opening presents? Clay Thompson? You mean Clay, one half of the Splash Brothers? You mean that Clay Thompson? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm being, I'm being facetious, a little tug of tea. Yeah, Clay Thompson, five points. He only, again, he only had five more points than me and you. Five points. See, originally I had the Lakers because, like, First of all, we 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 all thought KD was going to show up. Stephen A. Smith thought KD was going to drop forty. He said, (laughs) "Say it right, forty. Say it again. KD gonna drop forty. Say it with your chest, brother. (laughs) Say it with your chest." (laughs) And like you know, I was like, "Okay, Kevin Kevin Durant's going to have a good game." But usually, Steph Curry he always struggles on Christmas. He always struggles on Christmas. You know why? This is my opinion. This is not. This is what I think is my opinion. I have no proof about this, but you know, Steph's wife is fine. Yep. Fine, fine. Mm-hmm. Beautiful children. He wants to be home Christmas Day opening up those presents, living the life. That's what, and you know, at the end of the day, don't we all want that? <laughs> we do. But some, hey, my present this year was watching all these basketball games. Like, I loved it. And I'm sure Clay, excuse me, I'm sure Curry. Probably wanted to be home and watch games as well. Clay was probably watching the games, which is why his behind only had five points. <laughs> he was just chilling, you know, having a beer or something. <laughs> Curry with 15 points. I mean, 15 points. Again, he doesn't show up. He doesn't show up on Christmas Day. 15 points. Christmas. 15 points is five three-pointers that he would normally knock down within the first three minutes of a game. Exactly. Two rebounds and five assists. Five assists. Two more assists than the Kyrie. <laughs> you think? Do you think Steph's a point guard or is, or is he a two? Because he he doesn't get high assists either. He does not get high assists, but Steph has handles. He has handles. Steph and and he's a closer. And he's a closer. And if it wasn't for Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry would have the. The best handles yeah. in the NBA. I probably agree with that. And he can get to the hole. So Steph, that's very underrated of him, actually. It is. He's a he's a baby faced assassin. Oh yeah, <laughs> he is. And since he can hit those three 
They play in Oakland. He spots up from San Francisco and hits threes. So that's what people know him for. They know him for the threes. He can hit free. Yeah. He can hit free throws like nobody's business. You, you see the game winner against uh, the Clippers. My goodness, game just just laid it up. Yeah, off the glass. Right, right. But he can, he can get to the rack. He can get to the rack. Andre Iguodala coming off the bench. Twenty three points. Twenty three points. He had five boards and four assists. He and could not miss in like the first half. <laughs> I think Andre Iguodala plays his best game. When LeBron. the king is <laughs> on the other end of the court. He plays his best game against LeBron. He's on the other like, end yeah. the court. He says, I would take all these, like, I would take these 80 games off. But, you know, when LeBron's here, I got you. I got you. The uh, you think you think there's any problem, problems with the Warriors or are they just going to rust it out? You know? Well, what I've been telling you for years, that... The NBA is hashtag scripted. Matter of fact, all professional sports are scripted yeah. with the exception of professional wrestling, which is 100% legit. But everything else is scripted. And it's, they're just jockeying for positions. The finals, what did I tell you, what did I tell you the finals was going to be this year? I agreed with you, you with said, the finals. You I said, I said, Warriors Celtics. I said, Warriors Celtics. No, I said, Warriors in three. I said, Warriors in three. I said, Warriors in three. I said, the Warriors in three. The Celtics were forfeit the fourth game in the garden. Being Warriors. I hope they can stop Kyrie Irving because they won't be able to stop Kyrie Irving. You got Tatum to deal with. You know, but I mean, Gordon's coming back. So how you know. are the Warriors going to look when Boogie gets on that floor? We don't know. Yeah. I think the Warriors are out of sorts right now because we all know that my man Draymond Green, the man that after his 73 regular season win team lost to the King, went out to the parking lot and called direct, crying, you got to come save us, bro. We cannot take down the King. We cannot take down the King and Kai and Kevin Love. They showed us no love. When he sat there and called that man a bitch on the bench and said, go on, we don't need you. We were winning before you got here. It's been fractured. (laughs) Fractured. And... Draymond hasn't been right ever since on the court. No, he hasn't. He might be the weakest link out there. But the Lakers got to give it to the Lakers. As we said, LeBron. They waxed him without LeBron. <laughs> without Le- LeBron in the second half. LeBron James. In the fourth quarter. He left the game with 17 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma. Kuz, your boy Kuz. 19.6 rebounds. And Ivica. Zubaka, Z, Big Z. Big Z. The new Big Z. The big Big Z. 18 points, 11 boards. Yo, this man was handling the pick and roll. You could not stop him down low. You could not stop him. Brandon Ingram, 14 points, 2 and 2. I think think Ingram has to go, though. You keep Kuz, keep Lonzo, keep Hart. Ingram, Ingram got to go. So they got to go and, and pick up who? Oh, let's pick up somebody. Uh, maybe Brad Beal. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I I just feel like Ingram, like, he's a he's a good defender. So maybe maybe that. But, like, other than that, he just, I don't know, he just doesn't fit. I would like to see these young pieces stay if they can. Mm-hmm. The most impressive thing about this win, as we said, is that they did it without the King. Now, if this was a Cleveland squad, that would not happen. <laughs> they would have gotten waxed. They would and not happen. Even if it was a Cleveland squad with, with Kyrie, Kevin. who can boogie on anybody, who can boogie on anybody, they still would have lost. The last season, I know you don't believe me, but the last season that those two played together, the King and Kai, King played all those minutes. Because whenever the king was on the floor, they would have like a little lead. Mm-hmm. And then when he go take a rest and Kai was on the floor, not only would they lose that lead, but when the king got back on the floor, Cleveland would be losing. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, Kyrie can boogie on anybody. Kyrie matured, though. He matured a bit. Kyrie wanted to break the hell out of Cleveland. He got tired of winning. 
he Kyrie was talking about he Kyrie was talking about being LeBron's shadow. Kyrie, he was like, I don't want that. He was, he was tired of winning. You know that he ended up in Boston by a happy accident. Kyrie identified four teams that he wanted to play for. One was the Knicks, the same sorry Knicks that only had nine wins playing Christmas Day. That that should be against the law. Mm-hmm. The only team that was decent was that he mentioned was the Spurs. He had mentioned the Phoenix Suns, where they now. And I forget what the fourth team was because that team was trash too. He just wanted he got he got tired tired of winning. Yeah. He fell into a good situation with Boston. I hope he resigns. I he hope he signs. Something's better enough. He's stingy out there. Give I, him the max. Give him the max. He's a max player. Giving Gordon the max. You giving Horford the max. You give him the max. I hope Kyrie stays on Causeway. I really do. But at the end of the day. He got tired of winning, and the lessons that he learned from the King dishing that ball, Kyrie just needs to bring that more of that type of Kyrie to the parquet at, at Causeway. I agree with that. Rajon Rondo, 15 points, five, five boards. Rebounds, 10 assists. 10 assists. 10 assists. Say that again. 10 assists. Say it with your chest. 10 assists. Because that's a point guard. That's man. a point that's guard. That's a point guard. Yeah. And you see him hit a three pointer since we I saw him hit a three pointer. He only hits a three pointer like since once every other year. I know. I know. <laughs> and he struck the pose. Yeah. Did you see Led Stevenson hit that three? He was dancing right after the end of the quarter. He's I like, love Ooh. I love dancing Lance. I love dancing Lance. And LeBron loves dancing Lance too. He does. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> you got the stat line for the Trailblazers Jazz because I only watched the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> but Rudy Gobert had a monster game. That's my takeaway. <laughs> well, you took that way correctly. The Utah Jazz beat the Portland Trailblazers 117 to 96. And, and I also said the Trailblazers would not score 100 points. Once again, to all you streamers out there on Twitter. <laughs> At Make It Rain Pod, listen to the podcast. The D Train is telling the truth. It's a damn good podcast. Profits out here. D Train knows his basketball, with the exception of him hating on the king, with the exception of him thinking that AI was better than Kyrie. Other than that, other than that, other than that, other than that this young brother is straight. Donovan Mitchell, 19 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Joe Ingles, 15, 7, and 5. Dante, Dante um, Exum. Exum, 15 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. Ricky Rubio, 14, 3, and 6. Portland came back with Damian Lillard, 20 points, 5 boards, 4 assists. C.J. Callum. Chipped in 11 points with three boards. Evan Turner, 12 points, three boards. Zach Collin, 10 points, three boards. And Al Farouk Amino, 11 points, seven boards, two assists. This is an all-around game for Utah. All-around, Donovan got 19. Rudy Gobert got seven blocks. Playing that defense. Seven blocks. Locking down that defense. Locking down that paint. You can't go, you can't go in the paint against Utah. And the last time Utah played on that Christmas stage, Malone and Stockton was on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really that long? That's what they said. Well, wow. it was back. Yes. When they when they went to back-to-back. In like 97? When they went to back-to-back finals and lost to. The great Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And the rest of the Chicago Bulls. That was the last time they played on the Christmas stage. Wow. <laughs> so, so definitely. In my opinion, we had two very, very sexy games, mm-hmm. which was the Celtics, Sixers, Lakers, and Warriors. Yeah. OKC and Houston, that's always a good matchup. This last, How, How's the Lakers-Warriors a sexy game when the Warriors got blown out? It's a sexy game because they're two times defending champs. It is in You didn't or- even expect that. It's in Oracle. Yeah. Everyone's the, calling the blowout for everyone, for the Lakers. The last time LeBron James won on that floor was that championship. Game seven? Game seven. That's the last time LeBron James won on that floor. Damn. This was a sexy game. First time that this season that the Lakers and the Warriors met each other. Yeah, they you, matched up. Yeah, you got the best player on the planet, LeBron. I know you think the best player on the planet is 
Durant. I never said that. Yo. Who do you think the best player? I on the think planet? LeBron's the best player. Well, then in the why world. you be hating him so much? How can you be hating the king and you think he's the best player in the planet? He's the best player. Like, come on now. So then why always root against the king? Why root against the king? Because he's always beating up myself. That's right. That's right. He comes to the car way, and as I said earlier, he kicks the shamrock out of the like, left. It's car. just not fair. <laughs> LeBron has just been owning the East for like the last eight. Eight years. <laughs> like, it's just not fair. And, like, you know, last year we had our opportunity. We had our opportunity. But it's because I was not at the Garden at Game 7. That's what it was? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. You were at the Garden last Friday night, and Milwaukee came in with the second-best record. That loss is on you. That loss is on you. I was watching that in the break, too. I was like, oh, my goodness. I, I was so embarrassed. I was like, yo, you might as well just put me on the court, man. I'm about to galvanize the truth out there. I bought a Celtics hat that night. I was... I was there to support the home team. It was, was his fault. I was, I was there to support the home team. Mm. I, I can support the home team. The king is playing on the left coast. I can support the home team. You know how I feel about Kyrie. Kyrie's a you take ball. AI over him any day of the I week. I take AI over Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie's my guy. Kyrie loses some games, but Kyrie's my guy. Kyrie's a better shooter. You know, he, they both only have one champ. No, I, AI doesn't even have a championship. No, the no. best player on the floor cannot be five foot nine. No, cannot. Just can't. just can't do it. Now, not diss him. He's a good two. He's a good three. Yeah. He's a defensive liability. Mm-hmm. But in any case, yeah. All right. Uh, what was the best game you had? Best best Christmas game. The best Christmas game. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, I want to say Lakers and Warriors, but. How can you pick that pass in overtime game, a game going to overtime? You really can't. No. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going the same way. I was up there between the Thunder Rockets and 76ers Celtics. Like, those were just two tight games. You know, the stars were, you know, shining out there. Unlike the Warriors, like, nobody just showed up except for Iguodala. So. Yeah. Did we establish Did Clay Thompson play that game? Did Clay Thompson play? <laughs> I think Clay Thompson was just chilling on the bench. <laughs> he was just chilling, like <laughs> maybe he was doing he Facebook. A, he needed a cold one. Maybe he was doing Facebook Live or something. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But yeah, all right. Who, who you got as uh, best performance on Christmas Day? Okay, best performances. What are my choices? You got Giannis. He had 30, 30 points, fourteen rebounds. You got James Harden. 41 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. You got Kyrie Irving, 40 points, 10 rebounds. Clutch performance. Rudy Gobert, 18 points, 14 rebounds, 7 blocks. He wasn't giving out any Christmas presents. <laughs> you got Zubak and Rondo. And the, and the, and the Lakers one, is a, is a, it's, it's two. You know, Zubak and Rondo. Zubak had 18 points, 11 rebounds. And Rondo had 15 points, 10 assists, and 5 rebounds. Christmas Rondo. Hashtag. In any other reality, I would go with Kyrie and 40 points. But I got to give it up to Rondo and Zubek because, because, again, they went to Oracle, the two-time defending champs, winners of three titles out of the last four years. The King goes out with a groin with seven minutes some change in the third. And not only do they win, they win the game big. They win the game by so like 20, 20 26 points with 26. a final score of 127 to 101. You waxed them in the fourth quarter. I give that the best performance. What about you? I mean, I go with James Harden. James Harden put up 41. No Chris Paul. No Chris Paul. And they won the game. And they won. And they won. I mean, he wasn't clutch during the, the, four, the last couple of minutes, but they managed to get a win out. 41.6 rebounds, 7 assists. And he had the most points on Christmas out of all of them, I think. He did. So, By one. By one. In regulation. In, yeah. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie had Tatum and Morris drop 23. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't just Kyrie. <laughs> it was just hard. Yeah. It was just him. And, like, everyone, I'm sure everyone picked the Thunder. They're like, especially 
I picked the thun- I picked the Rockets before the Chris Paul injury, and you know I still had to ride with the sip. I was like, yo, James Harden, he's gonna put on a performance today, and he did. He did. He did. Uh, so, any surprises? <laughs> Were you surprised by that Lakers waxing? <laughs> I, you have that you were surprised. I was surprised by the Lakers. Shocked. I knew they were going to win, but I thought it was going to be close. I was surprised by that Laker game, too, but not for the same reason as you. I was surprised by the Lakers because you actually picked them to win. That's what surprised me. <laughs> that's, that, that's what surprised well, me. That's what surprised honestly, me. I thought LeBron was going to go off. As I said, I, uh, damn, as I, said, I damn near fell off my elliptical yesterday when I was, <laughs> when I was streaming this. That was, my, that was my surprise. So same game, different reason. Okay. All right. Well, we got no CP3 for a couple of weeks, I think two to four weeks. So, so what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he'll be ready for playoff time. You know, and, uh, is is Cliff Paul available? I mean, Cliff what's Cliff, is Cliff Paul available? I'm sure. I'll, yeah, pick him up State Farm. I'm sure, we can make a trade. And uh, no LeBron. It's gonna be a tough, tough uh, stretch for the Lakers. Yes, we don't know to this moment unless you do. Do we know how many games that he's going to be out? No, I know. I, I know the absolute next one. But I don't know about the others. I think Brian Wintworth was saying it might be for a while. Now, the absolute next game he's playing was that team playing. Was that team playing tonight or was it playing tomorrow night? They're playing, the, uh, they're playing, the, they're playing tomorrow. Okay, they're playing so tomorrow. They're playing the Kings. How many games that he played consecutively? Like 150-something? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, you know, hopefully the Lakers, again, I don't know how long LeBron's going to be out, but if the Lakers could just play 500 ball, just – Maintain, they got a team. Like just maintain the slot. The Lakers got a team. The Lakers right now are in fourth place. Their record is twenty and fourteen. They're only two and a half games out. Yeah. So if they can just, I mean, the Lakers are going to the playoffs. They have twenty wins this year. How many wins they have last year? Was thirty five? Thirty five. So, 35. but if they can just keep their cool, and Luke Walton doesn't get enough credit. We didn't give Luke Walton any credit. We didn't give him any love. He can oh, coach. we should have. Shame on me. He had a game plan. You were talking about coaches that you don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Negativity sells. (laughs) Do you you not like Luke Walter? I like Luke Walter. He's a great coach. He had a game plan. They executed the game plan against those Warriors. Who knows the Warriors that's not in the Warriors family anymore better than Luke Walton? Yeah, he coached them. He got got that 40-something in one start. And he did some uh, double teams against uh, Curry and uh, Durant. Luke Walton, yeah. coach. Do he, some uh, trapping. He knows his X's and O's. Oh, we got some. We got some upcoming games. Uh, trying to wrap this up because we're hitting an hour. But you know, uh, we got Celtics Rockets tonight. Uh, no CP three. I am wrong about something though. Nope. I said Houston was gonna go on a win streak. My Celtics taking this one. <laughs> My Celtics taking this one. Why am I not surprised that you said that? <laughs> I find that hard to believe that you said that. <laughs> I, I I really thought you know, like uh, maybe maybe they'll have opportunities, but all right, I I'll, I I'll, I have to go with you. I I'm saying Celtics tonight. Yep, I'm going with you. I I, I agree with you. All right, we got 76ers Utah tonight as well. I'm going with the 76ers. Going 76ers? Yes. I'm going Utah. Really? Going Utah Utah at home. That momentum. You do realize Mitchell. You do realize that the 76ers are in fourth place, four games out, and the, Utah is not even in the playoffs. I was just so, going to say, Jazz so they, is not they even hungry. To... They hungry, and yeah. they just got a good Christmas win. So this will be a good statement win. Well, the stomach's still going to be growling after tonight's game. But... <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, we got Spurs Nuggets. Going with the Spurs. You know, with I, the Spurs. I like the Spurs. How about you? Man, that's tough. I think the Spurs won yesterday, too. <laughs> I go with the Nuggets at home. I go with the Nuggets. Jokic. And yeah, the reason why I'm going with the Spurs is because I just think that's just one of those games. I just think the Nuggets just might not be there. Yeah. For mentally prepared, one of those games that they try to take off because Nuggets in second place by a half game, 21 and 11. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Spurs. Okay. Skip Bayless, this is for you. I'm going to go with the Spurs. <laughs> All right, we got Lakers Clippers on uh, the 28th. 
Who you got? This is very interesting because the Luke Walton might not play. Luke Walton's a damn good coach. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers a damn good coach. Yeah. Lakers going to be. What, I in a close game. I'm giving the Clippers in a close game. You got the Clippers. I got the Clippers in a close game. I agree with you. Clippers. I got, got, I got the Clippers. They are both two and a half games out of first place. With Clippers the, been shocking this season. Yeah. So I I got the Clippers. Lou, sweet Lou, sweet Lou, Lou Williams. <laughs> they take. They're just overachieving right now. Real, doing really good. All right, you got Celtics at Spurs New Year's Eve. Going with the C's. Me too. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving had his career game against the Spurs. I fifty five. I bet that you never heard me predict and pick the Celtics so many times the entire time that you've known me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Spurs are just like they're trying to find themselves, and it should be. I think the Celtics are going on a two, three game road trip, and they haven't been that good on the road. So we got you know some good teams to work work against. And then last one, we got Trailblazers at Kings on New Year's Day. Trailblazers, Kings. Does anybody really care? <laughs> I'll go with the Trailblazers. <laughs> you be sleeping on the Kings, yo. You sleeping on the Kings. I go on Kings, yo. De'Aaron Fox. Dead. I haven't watched them personally, but I've heard that they are a fun team to watch. And if I had NBA League Pass, I would watch them. <laughs> so, you know, maybe when I go home, you know, maybe maybe for my New Year's resolution, you know, I'll watch some Kings games. I'll, get, I'll give them a shot. Because maybe, you know, they'll make the playoffs this year. Probably not, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And maybe elephants will fly. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just jinxed the Kings. (laughs) So if they don't make the playoffs, you can blame me. But real uh, real quick, uh, this ESPN TV ratings for Christmas. Uh, Warriors-Lakers had a 6.5. So it was Warriors-Lakers, Celtics-Sixers, Sixers, Thunders-Rockets, Knicks-Bucks, and then Blazers-Jazz. And I'm thinking the only reason why the Blazers Jags came under the Knicks and Bucks because that was the last game. Yeah, ten thirty. Everyone just wants to go to bed. Yeah. Because the Knicks, we got the Knicks. <laughs> we could have had Toronto. Yeah, your home, Toronto. Your home team. We could have had <laughs> Indiana. Indiana. We, I would even settle for the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. And we get the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I would have even settled for the Heat. The Heat. Now that you the see, the Heat are really good on Christmas. Did you see their uniforms? I was just going to mention their uniforms. I like that. Their uniforms are fire. I like that. uniforms. <laughs> Real men wear pink. I, <laughs> I like that uniform. I love it. Oh. Well, yeah. Real. Uh, so, I have some beef with corporate America, I have to say, before we leave this podcast. Okay. Well, what's your beef, brother? <laughs> I'm going to listen to you. beef is with Disney and Ver- oh, I don't know. Basically, corporate America as a whole, but like, so basically, I'll watch an ESPN like I normally do, you know, every day, and I get a message from ESPN saying that Files customers might lose, uh, might be ending, might be losing the Disney Channel. So ESPN, you know, ESPN two and all that, and Disney, and I'm just like, I'm like, damn, that's hashtag poppycock. That really, really sucks. That does. Like, how am I going to watch my sports? And how are you going to watch Stephen A. Smith and Max, Kellum, and, and, and Max Kellerman and, Mar- and Molly Kim Rose? You're yeah. going to miss all that first I take. I all of that. And I, was, I read a little bit into it. So uh, Verizon was trying to, like, they're trying to re- renegotiate their TV deal. But apparently, of course, Disney and corporate America, they want more money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Disney declined their deal. Uh, I think yesterday, and you know, Verizon's working to try and renegotiate, and hopefully, Verizon, if they, you know, get their stuff together, like I tweeted at them, yes, I, I tweeted, Verizon, you know, get your stuff together because I cannot, you know, lose my sports, and then they tweeted at me, they tweeted at me, they tweeted at you, yeah, they tweeted at me. Oh, that's big. What did they tweet at you? Mind your business. They said They low key said. They said, our goal is quickly to reach a fair agreement to keep these channels on Files TV, and we will post any updates on, and they gave me just this 
embedded link. Sounds like mind your business to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got to, fans, people, streamers, we got to reach out to Verizon. Get that TV contract in line. We need our sports. We need our sports. You know, got to work it out between Verizon and Disney. We need our sports, all right? It's going to be a sad time, you know. Come, and my, it, the thing's ending New Year's, like New Year's Day. I might be without ESPN. <laughs> well, it's a good it's thing. It's like a happy New Year's to me. I'm like, damn. It's a good thing you'll still have access to YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll have YouTube. And you can always stream those podcasts. I, subs- I subscribe to First Take. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to Get Out. I'm, tr- I'm trying to watch the ESPN games, though. Like, when I get home, you know, I mean, I try to watch more than just the Celtics. Believe it or not. No, I was going to say I was going to say that I give you credit for that because a lot of folks around here, and we are in the greater Boston area. We're in Malden, Massachusetts, which is five point five miles north of Boston. Are homers? They will only watch Celtics games, mm-hmm. Patriots games, Red Sox games, yeah. Bruins games. But you, I'll, you love your basketball. I'm an NBA lover. I will watch any game. I wish I had NBA TV. I wish I had League Pass. Maybe I should start a Patreon for League Pass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is there anything that you want to add before we end this long podcast today? And just think, when you first started talking about doing podcasts, that you said you were going to do podcasts for 20 minutes. So, And I said, okay, good luck with that, <laughs> as much as you that. love basketball. <laughs> I just want to say, D-Train, that it's been a pleasure and an honor to to share these microphones with you this past I guess over a little bit over an hour, and I look forward to the opportunity to be able to come on back on your podcast. As you know, I do my own podcast. I'm on Twitter at Nesta Dudley. My podcast is Beyond the Rim. So I have a website, btrmike.com. You can find my podcast on everywhere that you get your podcast. You can also find my podcast on YouTube. Got got some photos in there too so you can either stream my podcast or you can download my podcast at the website but this is not about my podcast this is about the podcast that I'm on right now once again thank you for being a for, for me being a guest allowing me to be a guest on your show and for all you streamers out there Twitter follow at make it rain pod and also follow the D train what's your Twitter the handle D train express so thank you thank you well, this man to my left helped me stop my podcast. So if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have a podcast. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for MATV, you know, place I do my podcast. I'm grateful that they even had the class to teach me how to podcast. So I just want to wish everyone a happy new year. And, you know, in 2019, we're going to make it rain. Going to make it rain. And we only going to get better. So... If you have anything else to say before we peace out, let the fans know. And I just want to thank all the I want to thank all the fans who watch me, every guest who's been on my show, you know, everybody who supports this, you know, we only going up. All we do is win. You are, you are moving on up like George and Wheezy. <laughs> I don't know who that is. But okay. <laughs> have a good night, everyone.